0: With your minor league madness here on Toxic Plank. To start off with the Major League call-ups, I know I said last week that Luis Ortiz, because of Mike Burroughs going down, Luis Ortiz is going to be also on the front runner of being caught up. And obviously, with the Vince Velasquez injury, Luis Ortiz did get the call-up against the Colorado Rockies. He did have a bad start, but in all honesty it probably was expected a little bit i know i know it was against colorado but colorado has a good lineup and i think luis ortiz he didn't pitch horrible he wasn't great he gave up a lot of runs but i honestly believe that he if he stays up around which obviously as i know they said the severity of vince Velasquez's injury is not that bad. So we'll see if Velasquez needs more than the 15 days. Luis Ortiz may get another start, um, which would be nice to see. And also, we saw Josh Palacios come up um, from A, and now he's been absolutely tearing the cover off the ball in A. He's hitting, like, 370. He's just explosive. So they called him up um, as an extra... Spot because we DFA'd uh, Chase Young, which I know we kind of all expected it because I believe he was a fluke last year. But Josh Palacios came up, and he wasn't horrible. Um, I know they had him pinch-hit in the game yesterday with two runners on with the tying run and the game-winning run on third and second, respectively. So, that was a lot of pressure. But he has played in the majors before, so it wasn't a debut situation. Um, And we also saw, a little bit earlier on, but we saw Chris Owings come up, which isn't necessarily a minor league move because he's 30. He's been around. He's played for Colorado and many other teams. But we did see him up, played a lot of shortstops, so... We've seen a little bit more moves, um, albeit more roster moves rather than debuts. But they, we've been seeing some moves, um, which, honestly, I like the idea of Joss Palacios coming up because um, giving him that opportunity to play in Pittsburgh, because um, I know I said he played a little bit in the majors before, but getting that opportunity to play in uh, Pittsburgh while he's hitting and rewarding him which they could have caught up Cal Mitchell and listen I'm not a Cal Mitchell hater in fact I love Cal Mitchell I think he's a great guy but he's raking in triple a and if they were to call him up I mean he already had the opportunity in Pittsburgh and he really can't hit major league level at least what we've seen so far so Giving Josh Colosios or any other guy the chance is really um, a step forward, I think, for the Pirates. But, um, yeah, we're going to probably see a lot more, and I'll get into more potential call-ups later on. Um, but I think let's just talk about the big news here that just came in. Ryan Barucky. Uh, was DFA'd by the Cubs, he played for teams such as Toronto, Um, the Pirates just signed him to a minor league deal, he's a pitcher, Um, he's not great, but obviously an arm is an arm, so that just came in um, to a minor league deal, Um, no numbers on on it yet, at least to my knowledge, but you just see a minor league deal there for Ryan, so we might see him up on the roster sometime soon. Now, speaking of returns, we saw Jared Jones back in action for the Altoona Curve. Now, he didn't pitch all that gr- uh, all that bad. rather He did have a couple issues, um, some that weren't necessarily his fault, as uh, interference was called on some plays, but... Um, he looked pretty good. I was at the game working, and he looked really good for what it was. They had him on a pitch count, so he only went about three, three and a third innings. Um, but he was back, and that's really good to see from the standpoint of pitching is so valuable that seeing someone go down with the injury is really tough, but... Uh, Jared Triolo is back. Um, no word on Travis Swaggerty yet, at least to my knowledge. Um, Andy Rodriguez uh, also still question mark about the severity of the forearm injury. But Jared Triolo is back for Triple A, um, which is good to see these these um, players come back from these injuries because obviously for AAA, a triple a is has been struggling with injuries and they've just been struggling overall with the entirety of you know performance and injury so to get jared triolo back is really going to be good for them um hopefully triple a still figures it out they're not playing any better um but it's just been tough to watch Triple A. But um, obviously, you get bright spots like Palacios who come up to the majors. So, all in all, I think Triple A getting some of these players back AAA is going to be a lot. I don't know, because individual performance like Quinn Priester he has been struggling, he hasn't, and obviously, this is his first triple in coming up from Altoona last season, but still, he, he's just been really underperforming, and, um, I honestly, I don't know what's going on with the underperformance, they've, they've just been outscored, and the pitching just hasn't been up to par, and honestly, that could be said for all of the minor league um teams there isn't anyone that really stands out in Altoona um and like I mentioned I was working this was my first week working um at the curve and I um for example Wednesday's game we burnt through our our bullpen there were no guys left so we had Jared Jones start, which obviously only he only went three innings because of the pitch count. But then we had Domkowski come in, who started out good and then was going in long relief and then ended up just getting the game blown out because of some misplaced pitches and whatnot. And then we had Travis McGregor come in, who was solid. And then again... Oh, and then there was Ogle. Brendan Ogle came in, and he did not pitch great. So we just kind of burnt through our bullpen a little bit more than I wanted to. That's been a common theme with Altoona this week. Uh, I know we were playing Akron, and if you know anything about the Altoona and Akron kind of rivalry, Akron has always had our number for the longest time. They just always beat us. And so maybe that was the case. They ended up losing on Wednesday 7-2, to and... They also on Tuesday against Akron, they lost. Um, they lost in extra innings. They gave up 7 runs in the top of uh the 11th inning, I believe it was, which obviously is not very good. So, you know, I'm sitting here. They're sitting at 400 now and You know, I'm just going to say, like, or 500, 400. Um, They're sitting at 500 now, and I'm going to say this. Obviously, it doesn't look great for them. They don't look outstanding. But let me just tell you this. Watching, you know, you can only do so much by gathering stats and gathering, you know, you see videos of big hits and whatever But, but, watching games like me, I sit at the curve and watch these games and work these games and watch full baseball games. And let me just tell you something. The Altoona curve, like during a full nine inning game, they look like a better game than their, or better team than their record shows. They look like a way better team than their record shows. First of all, Henry Davis is, yeah. He's just outstanding. He did another two-homer two, hom- two homer game on Tuesday, and he one of them was 109 off the bat. He is just actually just tearing it up. He's hitting like 500. He's just actually just exploding. And, you know, obviously you get the scheduled tweets of Henry Davis hitting a home run because he's just so good. But... You know, everyone's like, oh, Henry Davis, Henry Davis. Yes, Henry Davis is outstanding, deserves all the love in the world. And I believe, I'm like a huge Henry Davis fan because I believe anyone who calls him a bust already is just crazy. But Matt Gorski is on a two game home run streak. He's just putting together just a great at bat, great, like, I mean, just overall, just great power he's finding his power Mason Martin had a home run on Wednesday and he just he's just been putting together some solid ABs but one of the guys I want to talk about now if you listened earlier on in some of the episodes I have Matt Frazier to be my breakout guy his numbers aren't as breakout as I'd want him to be um and that might be a little greedy but on Wednesday and Tuesday so Let's start with Wednesday. Wednesday, uh, he had a 12-pitch at bat, uh, just kept fouling them off. He came up again and had a 7-pitch at bat, and he just came up and just kept taking pitches out of the starter's arm. And that, to me, I know, some of the results didn't get there. He ended up grounding out on the 12-pitch at bat. But some of the results aren't there, but – That is such a thorough at-bat, and that, to me, honestly, I know we all were kind of sitting in the press box being like, oh, I hope he hits a home run on this pitch or whatever. But in reality, that's such a great at-bat to just, you know, be able to hit or just to keep fouling off pitches, taking pitches out of the pitcher's arm and just, like, that's just, I don't know. It was impressive. To me, it's something that you kind of have to... I know everyone's like, well, he's just fouling and not have anything to show for. But, you know, some of these pitchers are on pitch count. Some of these pitchers are just don't have the stamina to pitch more than so many pitches. And you can see them get tired. So taking 12 pitches out of an at-bat is actually just far more undermined than what people think. So, I think, overall, just being at the Curve games and watching, you know, nine innings of Curve baseball, um, I definitely think that the Curve is a way better team than what than what their record shows, than what their individual stats show. They put things together, and they look like a better team, albeit they did not win yet this week. But overall, individually, they all look like a way better team. And again, our pitching isn't great. Uh, The bullpen just lobbing stuff in there is not fantastic overall. But I think Altoona... They're going to figure it out. Um, I'm excited to watch more games and report more because definitely um, I wasn't getting the chance to go out to a curve game before I started working uh, this summer because I was in school. However, now that I'm back and I'm actually working there and sitting and watching, I can definitely tell a difference between just reporting that they're, oh, two games under 500 versus they look like a better team than what their record shows. So I'm really excited to see more, to report more, and hopefully, you know, the curve... I don't want to say figure it out, because they're not bad. Obviously, they're just... I think it's the pitching that's killing us, because there's no really depth. And I know just because Jared Jones was on a pitch count, like, it definitely was a little bit harder, but, um, yeah, I think the Altona curve has been really good for what, for what their record shows. Um, Bradenton put up 16 runs. Um, Greensboro, Greensboro and Bradenton are two of our best, um, probably our best ones right now, our best minor leagues. Um, I'm, utterly impressed by they've been keeping actually like pretty close in their records, but Tamar Johnson is back in action, which is huge, which is really exciting to see. Um, but yeah, so overall, I think right now the, the curve is going to be a lot better than what people think, um, based on the record. um, And also, one of the curve um, issues, I think, was they left a lot of runners on, which obviously doesn't help a lot. So, they figure that out and stuff. I think they'll figure it out. But again, Akron rubber ducks always give us a little bit of trouble, so I'm not expecting this homestand to go any differently. But, hey. So... Now that we're addressing the situation is, you know, we've seen Luis Ortiz and we've seen Josh Palacios. Now, who could be next? Now, I mentioned that Palacios and Cal Mitchell were probably interchangeable because Palacios and Mitchell are both hitting really good. Um, Palacios is obviously a little bit better, but Cal Mitchell already had that opportunity. However, however... With Swaggerty Hurt, and say they want Palacio sent down to bring up another outfielder, which, initially, I'm not sure why an outfielder, but it might have just been to get the guy an opportunity. If they're going to call up another outfielder with Swaggerty Hurt, it probably might. We might see a Cal Mitchell reunion, um, which... I don't know. I've been torn on Cal Metro. Like I said, great guy. I've met him a couple times. He's an awesome guy. But it's really hard to... It's really hard to want to see him back in the major leagues because I know he hasn't performed. And again, he might just be a bench player because... Connor Joe has been, like, our solid bat. So, with Reynolds, Kutch, Joe, and Swinsky, I I doubt he would be anything of a starter. But, I have seen... Now, listen. I have seen a lot of things about this. Some from verified sources, some from people spewing on Twitter. So, this is just... Don't shoot the messenger here. People have been mentioning the opportunity to call up Quinn Priester. Now, why now? Because he's struggling, I don't know. But people have been thinking that there might be a Quinn Priester debut in the works. Which, to me, I love Quinn Priester. And I'm someone who watches watches like MLB scouting, like high school players and college players and whatnot um because I am a huge geek on when it comes to the MLB draft so I was really hoping we'd take Quinn Priester just because I like to stuff a lot and when we did that was pretty exciting for me so I was I'm like obviously huge on Quinn Priester but like I don't know if now is the time. And, I mean, I guess he could just pitch better in the majors. But, like, now is not really the time because I feel like... And, again, A is struggling as a whole. So, maybe if you're a losing team, you just... I mean, look at the Pirates. We're not a losing team right now. But when one person can't hit, the rest of the team can't hit. So, I don't know. Um... Maybe we can see Quinn Priester, but I definitely am not sure. I think if Velasquez is hurt more, we'll see Luis Ortiz get another start before we call out Quinn Priester. But that is all the time I have for you today on Minor League Madness here on Talk the Plank. Make sure you follow Talk the Plank at Talk the Plank Pod and myself at Haley Ryan with a underscore after ryan thank you so much for tuning in let's go bucks and let's go minor leagues